three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is Hunter. Happy Mother's Day. Hope you all, you lovely, amazing mothers, are having a great one. And uh, to my own mother, Mommy, I love you so much. I hope you're having the best day. So I was just going to go ahead and do a quick review here of something that came out this weekend, which happens to be Detective Pikachu, which... Can we just even appreciate the fact we're in 2019 and we're getting a live-action Pokemon movie? That that in itself was kind of a trip to me. So, uh, so this was directed by uh, Rob Letterman, who actually did uh, a movie I loved, uh, one I fucking hate. So he did uh, Gulliver's Travels with Jack Black, which, if you have not seen that, oh, it's horrible. But he did Shark Tale, which was okay, whatever. Shark Tale was alright. He did Monsters vs. Aliens, which I fucking adored. Why we didn't get a sequel to that, I'll never know. And then he did Goosebumps, which actually was pretty damn good. So, you know, this is his second 90s property he's adapted into a film. And I will say the <laughs> the record for video game movies, uh, Super Mario Brothers, uh, immediately comes to mind. Uh, the track record's bad. It's a very bad track record. You have all those Resident Evil films, which are you know, B-movies at best. You've got uh, the the Mortal Kombat movies, which were not great. Uh, the first one's fun. The second one is atrocious. Uh, you've got the Street Fighter films, which were bad, especially The Legend of Chung Li. Uh, we had that Double Dragon uh, movie, which I remember seeing as a kid, and I thought it sucked back then. I'm sure I'd hate it even more now. Uh, so, yeah, the the... the uh, uh, Tomb Raider, which wasn't great. Uh, Assassin's Creed, which wasn't great. Uh, so yeah, not a lot of uh, not a lot of great uh, video game films, uh, video game movie, movies. So I will say for this, this is about as good as one of these can be, and I'll kind of get into that uh, as we get into the review here. So Detective Pikachu, it stars Justice Smith, who plays uh, Tim Goodman, who is on the hunt looking for his dad. Um, who got uh, basically blown off the side of a fucking bridge. Uh, he is looking for his dad because his dad got in too deep for some conspiracy that I'll just kind of leave it to you guys to watch. And uh, he gets visited by uh, Pikachu, uh, voiced by Ryan Reynolds, which, again, the fact that we have Deadpool voicing Pikachu, that's kind of a trip in itself. But he's visited by uh, by Pikachu, who was his dad's partner, his Pokemon. And they go ahead and team up together to go ahead and uh, figure out what happened to his dad and solve this mystery. So, okay, the things I liked. Ryan Reynolds, he's great in this. And honestly, if it's anyone else uh, not named Ryan Reynolds or Dan DeVito, uh, <laughs> I think this movie just absolutely crumbles. Um... Yeah, it's 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 bad. Uh, or he's he's great in this. Um, so there's that. Justice Smith, he's good in the 
back half of the movie, and I'll um, and I'll kind of explain that more when I get into the things I didn't like. The CG for Rhyme City, it is beautiful. I don't know if I've seen things interact with its environment as far as CG, uh, taking Infinity War uh, out of it. I don't know if I've seen CG work as well within the real world since uh, Bumblebee. I, I thought the Pokemon that were in here, there's a... Uh, when you get to Rhyme City and they, you know, kind of showing it off, you know, you see a Squirtle uh, teaming up with fire uh, with a fire department. He's uh, using water blasts to put out some fires. You see this amazing shot later on of these uh, Bulbasaur uh, walking together uh, down this creek. You see uh, a couple Snorlaxes just passed out in the middle of the street, in the middle of an intersection. It, it's really crazy how you, you see some PG, uh, um, I want to say they're Pidgeots or Pidgeotos. I think they're Pidgeotos, but you see some uh, Pidgeys and Pidgeotos. They're flying uh, in the sky. You see uh, Jigglypuff <laughs> singing at a uh, like at a uh, like a bar, like a karaoke bar. It's it's really cool how the Pokemon work in the in the actual real world. Uh, I thought that not only that Pikachu was adorable, but this this movie pulls in your heartstrings a little bit. I was surprised at the amount of emotion that was actually put in this movie. And the other thing I will give this movie that I think is so important, the people actually fucking cared. This was not a Dragon Ball evolution, which is pretty much my bar uh, for shitty <laughs> for shitty uh, video game movies. The people who were involved in this gave a shit, which, good for them, because they should have. I mean, Pokemon is one of the, uh, probably one of the most uh, lucrative franchises and properties that we have, period, going right now. And, damn, they really, I don't know if they wanted to knock it out of the woods, uh, knock it out of the woods, knock it out of the park, pardon me, but they definitely were like, we want to make this fun for adults, uh, and not torturous, which was really nice of them because if you've been on the channel for any sort of amount of time, you know, we review a decent amount of kids' movies and they could just make this some dog shit, but they actually went out of their way to go. Let's put in some adult humor uh, for the for the for the adults. There Pikachu makes a <laughs> Pikachu makes a cocaine reference about oh yeah, I didn't get that but I don't like white stuff in my nose that often or something that effect and I went, Oh shit, okay, that's that's intense, all right. Um, there's like a masturbation joke too. There's some, there's some jokes that kind of tilted my head at the screen and went, oh, all right, that that will go over kids' heads. But I think that's fucking funny. Uh, so the writers, uh, Dan Hernandez and uh, Benji uh, Samet, uh, I want to say Samet, they actually are apparently now they're working on the, the Tick, uh, the Amazon series, which. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I'm a huge fan of the Tick character. Uh, I will have a season two review up here at some point as well. But uh, yeah, so those are great things about the film. Things I did not like. Uh, the actress, I'm trying to find her name. Oh, uh, uh, Ka uh, Catherine Newton, who I guess... Uh, oh, she was in Blockers. Okay, and she was in uh, Three Billboards. So... Okay, this is weird because I like her in pretty much everything else I'm about to name. So I, I loved her in Blockers. Um, I really enjoyed her in Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, let me see. 
yeah, I've liked her in stuff, but I thought she was just fucking atrocious in this movie. It felt like she really didn't need to be there except for Justin Smith to have another human character uh, for him to talk to. It was just, there There was just no chemistry between the two of them. It felt very much like Jason Momoa and Amber Heard for most of the movie. I just felt like neither one of them uh, really gave a shit about each other. Uh, one thing I really hated, because I said, you know, I like Justin Smith, uh, Justice Smith. I liked him in the back end of the movie, or about 20, 30 minutes in. The problem is the first 20, 30 minutes where, you know, he's being told that, hey, your dad, you know, your dad's dead. Uh, he has a conversation with Ken uh, Watanabe, which was really funny to see him in this. I was like, oh, all right. But uh, he he has a conversation with him about, hey, look, your dad's dead, but he's one of the best. That's you know, he was a legend here and everything. And he's trying to actually be there for Justice Smith and you know show some sympathy. And Justice Smith is just not about it. He's like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Can I just have the keys to his place? I was like, damn, dude. Okay, and. You find out later on why Tim is as pissed off as his dad as he as he is, and I I get it, but there's that point early on where you know it's he believes his dad is dead, and he is just showing no sympathy at all. Like I get being frustrated because you know you want him to be around more, but uh, and it also falls into that Disney trope, the Disney dad trope, which I will admit. I, depending on the movie, it does drop me fucking nuts. The whole, you know, I'm trying to provide a better life for you, but you were never there for everything. And it's like, uh, okay. Um, and it comes across very much like that in the movie. So Tim comes across whiny at points and really selfish. And so it's hard to attach yourself to him until Pikachu shows up. It really isn't until Pikachu shows up that I felt, okay, now the movie's getting going. Um, there is a scene where uh, Tim is trying to capture a Cubone, and that uh, <laughs> and that scene actually made me laugh really hard. But uh, the relationship between Tim and Lucy, I'm happy it didn't end romantic, but it it definitely just felt forced and like they had to kind of work together as opposed to them actually developing a friendship uh, throughout the film. Um, Bill Nye plays Howard Clifford, who is the person who went ahead and spearheaded the whole project of Rhyme City, having Pokemon and humans, you know, living together in harmony, helping each other. So this is what I'll say. If you've seen Bill Nye and you know what typically happens in Bill Nye movies, you can pretty much put together what he's doing in the movie. Um, I'm going to stay away from spoilers for this movie because, yeah, I, I kind of just want people to kind of experience it for themselves. But where when we get to where we end up going to, you'll 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 see what I'm saying. Um, also, if you're a Pokemon, if you're a huge Pokemon fan, and you're fans seeing people, you know, catch Pokemon and battle Pokemon, you only get one real one real pardon me pokemon battle it's like an underground battle you find out that uh rhyme city has these like underground it's like fight club but with pokemon and so they have these kind of battles for pokemon but you only get to see one of them which they previewed in the trailer it's uh, charizard versus pikachu and then you get a fight near the end between uh pikachu and another pokemon 
What I'll say about the movie is that when you do get the fight scenes, they are really well done. They're very well choreographed. It feels like a live-action version of the game. It feels like Pokemon Stadium uh, on a you know huge or way bigger budget. But I, I love that. I just wish there was more of it. And then I will say, too, the human characters in this, they are really just plot devices for the Pokemon. It's It's very much... Almost like the inverse of Transformers, where, you know, the Transformers are there to serve the humans. Uh, and here, the humans are really here to serve the Pokemon. The Pokemon are the star of the show, stars of the show. And honestly, that's how it should be. So I can only be but so upset about it. I just wish that uh, Tim was a better human so I could actually go on his journey and not kind of hate the kid. Because the kid was irritating me, admittedly. Um... As far as as far as other complaints, I mean, I, I know some people might say, well, come on, it's Pokemon. But at the same time, guys, if I'm going to call out certain movies for it, I got to call, you know, this movie out too. Um, I was going into this cautiously optimistic. I was kind of going, oh, this could be crap. It could be good. Who knows? Um, this, I think for a Pokemon fan, and I, I rarely do this as far as kind of figuring out my grade, but I think a Pokemon fan would give this an A. Um, I kind of fall between what um, what some people are saying about it, because I've heard some people say they absolutely just hated this and thought it was crap. There was never a point I hated this. I was just more irritated by, uh, by just the human characters, but way less than in Transformers film, because I know some people might ask that, but... Nah, the human characters are way better than in Transformers film. So that's something. Um, it, it felt good, but it could have been great. And I think to an extent, the uh, the writers were playing it a little safe, which I kind of get because, you know, this is your first time taking a shot at a live-action Pokemon film. You don't want to go all balls out maybe the first time. So I, I understand that. I wish it would push it a little more. This is an hour and four minutes. Uh, it, it really did fly by for me. And I think it's the perfect length. It doesn't overstay its welcome, but it gives you enough that you go, okay, you could prof, uh, you could possibly build on this. So I give the movie a lot of credit for that too. So wrapping up here, I'm going to give this, I saw this at an early matinee um, with Alea. I'm going to give this an, I'm going to give this a B. I think a solid B for this is more than fair. I think if you're a Pokemon fan, you might give this an A- or an A. I, I mean, I wouldn't begrudge you for that. I just know for me there were problems, uh, as I stated. But, uh, yeah, this is something I'll buy. I'll end up buying this on, like, Black Friday when it's on sale for, you know, 12 bucks or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this, though. Um, I will say, too, kids were quiet in my... In my, in my uh, in my theater, I was shocked at how quiet those kids were. I mean, and they were respectful, they were laughing, they were cheering, and yeah, it, it, it really is a lot of fun. I will say, too, Gengar, they show Gengar, they show, um, uh, yeah, they show Gengar, and he was just, he freaked me out. I was like, oh, shit, that's actually, like, a cool, creepy design for the live-action version, and they do something with one Pokemon that is integral to the plot that I went, you know what, that's, that was clever. I, I actually have to give the movie a lot of credit, and I don't want to say the Pokemon, because then you can probably figure out most of the plot. So, 
but yeah, this is a solid B for me. Really enjoyed this. And um, <laughs> I have to end this on kind of a negative note, but I had this, there was this one lady, and I, I didn't get her name. Uh, <laughs> if I did, trust me, I'd say it right now. But she had the nerve. She was walking past the theater. So me and Alea and everyone, our theater gets out. And this lady just walks by the door and goes, Ugh, Pokemon, the ticket of Pikachu. That looks stupid. And she was heading into the hustle. So, you're dumb. Why are you trying to ruin kids' joy when they actually get a good movie, you selfish asshole? So, yeah, um, that lady sucks. So, just throwing that out there. But, um, yeah, go see this, guys. There, if, you're, if you're a parent, take your kids to go see this. I think there's enough here that you'll be entertained and there's enough for your kids that they'll, that they'll, that they'll be fans. Even if you're a casual Pokemon fan like I am. So... Guys, have you seen Detective Pikachu? Let me know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and SoundCloud at The Real Pineapple. You can like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at NearmanTheFirst. You can follow Colin on Twitter at TheRealO'Neal. And uh, don't uh, don't forget to check out our sponsor, uh, Sad Guy Studios. That's S-T-A-D-T-G-E-I-S-T Studio on Instagram at StadGeist dot studio and use the code realp2019 for 10 percent off your order you guys are welcome guys thank you so much for listening we'll have reviews up this week for john wick 3 hell yes and we'll review up as well for the first sam raimi spider-man i'm starting to go ahead and review the spider-man flicks leading up to spider-man far from home and uh yeah i'm oh i'm excited for that so guys thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you soon take care